and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, July 22nd, 2018. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, I hope everybody is having a wonderful July. It is hot. Uh, it's very, very hot. We've got our special guest here uh, in the studio tonight, my special co-host, M. M. how you doing? Good. Uh, do you think it's hot today? Uh, yeah. How, how hot do you think it is? Betting about 100 degrees. About 100 degrees. That's, that sounds about right. But you know what else is hot? The comedy in the comics. Let's get started on that. Our first comic today is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this episode, The Born Loser and his son are sitting there watching TV. And on TV it says that everybody in the audience tonight is going to go home with some swag. And the son says, hey, what's swag? And uh, The Born Loser says, it's unexpected gifts that they give to people at events. Uh, for example, uh, at the Academy Awards, they leave a a package of uh, presents under everybody's seats. So, you know, do you get the concept? And the son says, I think so. It's like when you go to the movies, if you look under your seat, you'll find old chewing gum and other swag people left. <gasps> the joke here is, I mean, do, do you want old chewing gum when you, as a prize? No. No, of course not. It's, it's the joke is that it's garbage that he's talking about as opposed to nice gifts. Like they get at award shows. So nobody nobody wants chewing gum, do they? And I think also the joke should be that he does not get it. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't he doesn't get it. That's exactly right. Um, good point. That's good. All right. Our next comic of the day is uh, The Griswells by Bill Shore. In this episode, a porcupine and a rabbit are walking around. And the porcupine says, hey, Warren. The rabbit's name is Warren. Warren, do you ever listen to Twisted Sister? And uh, the rabbit says, I don't think so, but it sure sounds like you have a colorful family. See, the joke here is that there is a there was a band 30 years ago called Twisted Sister who had like one or two hits, and Bill Shore has decided to resurrect comedy from the mid to late 80s in a comic strip in 2018. The band's name is Twisted Sister, but the rabbit thinks he's saying, the porcupine is saying he has a sister who is twisted. Does that does that make sense? Uh, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, this was like before you were, like, well before you were born. There was a band called Twisted Sister, and, and there was a guy in it who looked like he had blonde hair and he wore makeup, and he, he would scream. Uh, he, would just, he would just scream. His name was D. Snyder, and he just screamed a lot, and that was Twisted Sister. That's weird. Yeah, they had like two hits, but the 80s, man, they were a weird time. Our next comic of the day is BC by Mastro Yaini and Hart. In this episode, uh, one of the cavemen, I forget which whether it's Peter or Thor, it's a redheaded one, uh, it says, I love blueberry season, and he's going to pick some blueberries, and uh, he hears something. What, is, what, is, what, what does he hear uh, something in the saying? Can you tell? Munch, 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 munch. And, and it does it four more times. Munch, 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 munch. So it's munch, 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 munch. <sighs> munch, 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 munch. And uh, then he looks around and there's a couple of deer eating blueberries. And he, he's so outraged, he hurls his basket of blueberries in the air and dumps them out. And then goes, hey, how do you guys know that it's not hunting season? Whoa. And the joke here is that if it were up to him, he'd... He'd kill the deer, but he can't because it's not hunting season, and he wants to kill them because they're eating delicious blueberries. That's why nobody. That's why you shouldn't like blueberry season. That's why you shouldn't like blueberry season. Yeah. Be, why? 
Because dear. <laughs> All right, you can't argue with that. Uh, our next comic of the day is Ripley's Believe It or Not. And, uh, okay, this comic just has little factoids. Nothing too exciting. Uh, there's something about a corn aphid that travels 620 miles looking for food every day. Um, in 1929, some guy that look, who looks like Lyle Lovett uh, strapped a chair to his back and carried his mom to the top of a mountain in the Smoky Mountain Parks. Uh, he took a seven-mile hike in five hours with his mom strapped to his back there. And uh, then he formed his big band. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> I agree. That does sound dangerous. You should not go on a mountain hike with your mom strapped to your back. Would you? Do- I mean, if she was strapped to the chair, I mean, that would be a little safer. But it doesn't look like she's strapped to the chair. Right, you're right. It doesn't look like she has a seatbelt or anything. She's just sitting in a chair and he's carrying it on his back. And if they go up, she's dropping. She might fall down, yeah. So this Jack Huff was not uh, thinking things out. And then the final fact of the day is that Kobe Bryant could have missed 9,000 free throws in a row and still have a better free throw shooting percentage than Shaq. This is just an attack on Shaq for no reason. Although, yeah, I mean, in fairness, if you've seen any of his movies, no attack on Shaq is uh, unfair. All right, our next comic of the day is Nancy by Olivia James. In this episode, Nancy and Sluggo are, are uh, out talking about around some flowers, and uh, Nancy says, hey, plants grow better if you talk to them. Sluggo says, they do not. Uh, and then Nancy goes, oh, yeah? Then how do you explain that one growing straight towards Aunt Fritzy's favorite gossip place? And there's a giant flower growing towards the window where Aunt Fritzy's talking to a friend just a gossiping away. So, um, the joke here is that uh, flowers are attracted to talking, and Aunt Fritzy does a lot of that. That's a joke. That's that's it. That's all the comedy. That's of not so funny. Now that that's pretty true. Most of uh, most that can be said of Nancy pretty much all the time. I mean, that's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know either. That's <laughs> that's right. Our next comic today is Brian Crane's Pickles. In this episode, uh, Mrs. Pickles is talking to Mr. Pickles, who's, and she says, Oh, I see you're putting flaxseed oil on your cereal. And she goes, That's good in omega-3, fiber, good for your heart, and so on. And then Mr. Pickles goes, Yeah, I read somewhere that it'll make your hair grow back. And she says, Well, you probably have to sprinkle it on your head to do that. <whistles> the joke here is that, uh, that she thinks... Uh, her husband's a chia pet, I guess. Uh, moving on, our next uh, comic of the day is Ziggy by Tom Wilson. In this episode, Ziggy is parachuting out of a plane, and he's pulled the ripcord, and the ripcord has broken. So he's holding just like part of the ripcord in his hand. There's a note that he's reading that says, Acme Parachute Company, if your parachute fails, return it, and we'll refund your money. The joke here is that if your parachute fails, uh, you won't be able to request a refund because you will be—you'll be dead. Uh, you'll either be dead or really hurt. Or really, or really, really hurt. I guess that's that's like true. Like be in the hospital for a month. At, at least a month. Yeah. Well, then you could get a refund, and that would be that would be useful, I suppose. But I think the big joke is that you're probably not going to make if you if you jump out of a plane yeah. and the parachute doesn't open. You're. Uh, you're probably going to be uh, not in good shape. And it was probably his fault. He probably uh, like pulled it too 
fast but, and hard. So you're blaming Ziggy for this situation? Yes. Yeah. You I'm blaming Ziggy. Why would you blame Ziggy? Cuz I just do. Uh, do you like Ziggy? No. Yeah, that's fair. All right, our next comic of the day is Mort Walker's Beetle Bailey. In this episode, the uh, the general is snoring, and what is he? How do, how do you? How do we know he's snoring? Because he's saying. Snort. Gork. Gork. I think that's Gork. Gork. So, so can you say that again? Snork. Snort. 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 Gork. That's right. That's like how we all sneeze. I think the, the general could probably benefit from a CPAP. And I also think that last word was too hard. I, I think Gork was a difficult word. I agree. Gork. Yeah, Gork. Okay, so. Now you can say it. So anyway, he's uh, one of his like majors or something wakes him up and says, uh, "Sir, you were asleep." Uh, and they, there's a meeting going on. He goes, uh, "But we have work to do." And the general says, "But it's almost happy hour." And the guy goes, "Look, sir, we need to finish this report first. And so the general sends a text somewhere. And then a, outside, there's a beeping noise. It's going beep beep. And uh, the general goes outside, and the guys in the window go, "Hey, it's the golf cart snack." I'm sorry, it's the snack cart from the golf course, uh, and the general is getting a martini from the snack cart, and uh, the other guy goes, well, I guess it pays the tip well. The joke here is that the general is an alcoholic, and uh, people are enabling him. All right, our next comic of the day is Crankshaft by Betty Elkin Davis. In this episode, uh, Mr. Crankshaft is talking to his granddaughter and uh, saying to her, hey, Lillian McKenzie said I was an old goat. A grumpy old goat. Do you think I'm a grumpy old goat? I. What? Go ahead. That's super funny. <laughs> what is? Calling somebody a grumpy old goat? Yes. Would you call me that? Maybe. Yeah, I thought you might. Uh, so, yeah, and the granddaughter goes, well, I suppose I can see how somebody could think that at first. But, you know, once they get to know you, they can see that you're a real teddy bear inside. How do you see yourself, Grandpa? And, and then his response is, I think of myself as a boy. That that that's it. That's the whole. There's no, no what what. I think he should call himself a grumpy old goat. Yeah, well, he should call himself a grumpy old goat. But he thinks of himself as a as a boy. And I think the joke here is that uh, he's an adult. He's a grown adult. He's he's very old. He has a granddaughter, and he's still thinking of himself as a boy. I guess. Uh, but. He's actually a man. He's yeah. He's an old man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> That's fair. None of us do. All right. Our next comic of the day is oh look, it's the Phantom by Lee Falk, and the Phantom is a dude that runs around in a purple leotard with a belt, and um, he's grabbed a guy in a Hawaiian shirt who's saying, "Hey, let me put my shoes on," and the Phantom goes, "No need. They have prison shoes where you're going," which I I guess is prison, and then um. Then he goes, hey, you can't do that. I can't be extradited to to whatever, to Bengala. Rodian laws say I can't. And then there's a little blurb on the side of the panel that says, criminal likes the law for once. Um, and then, and then, you know, and then this goes on for a few panels where they discuss the, the intricacies of, uh, of extradition laws. And finally, uh, okay, so finally they're walking into a garage, I guess. Uh, and, and he's saying, oh, you should tell your friend that, uh, that this is upsetting. And 
he goes, well, where is he? He's, and then the Phantom's like, uh, he's right over, huh? And then the guy hits him in the head with a shovel, and it makes a noise that goes, blang, B-L-A-N-G-G-G-G. So, so the, the Phantom gets hit in the head with a shovel while trying to extradite, extradite a guy. That, that actually looks like it's an axe. It does kind of look like an axe, doesn't it? Yes. Well, it's not. It's a. It's in fact a shovel. So. Uh, I think. I guess that's the joke. Yeah. Well, it's not. I don't think it's supposed to be funny. I think it's just that. Uh, that this is an exciting ongoing comic strip, and today he gets hit in the head with the, with the shovel. So. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's actually kind of funny. You think that's funny? All right. Fair Kinda. enough. Kinda. All right, our next oh man, the next comic of the day is the Family Circus, which is the worst comic strip, isn't it ever? What do you think? It's the worst. No. <laughs> what what's worse than the Family Circus? I don't know. Nothing. That's but what. it's still not the worst thing in the world. I don't know. It's pretty close. Uh, anyway, in this episode, there's all these kids on a field, um, and. Okay, wait, they're all, they've got a ball. It looks like a basketball, but it may not be. I think they're going to play soccer, but I don't know. I can't tell. It's just a bunch of kids. It's just a bunch of kids holding a basketball. Holding a basketball outside, but they're not on a basketball court. They look like they're on a badminton court or a volleyball court. And they don't even have those things for paddles. They don't have, they don't have the paddle or the, yeah. uh, the, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. Those the the, the, the rackets or the balls or the shuttlecock or whatever. Anyway, Billy or Jeffy rather is yelling at PJ, who's walking off dejectedly with his head hung down low. He's just going, "Get out of the way, PJ! You're too little to play with us. You'll get hurt. Go home." That's it. There's this. Is, <laughs> there's nothing arguably funny here. It's just. Billy, or rather Jeffy, yelling at his brother and his brother being sad. Ha ha! Oh, Keens, you've done it again. Another hilarious look at life with the family circus. Ha, the little Dad. kid is sad. Dad, yeah. do you even like this? No, I don't. Because all they're doing is making a child sad. But that's fair because the family circus has been making people sad for like 50 years. It hasn't been making people sad. No, it's, it, believe me, it's made a lot of people sad. And How this one this know? one is making me super sad. No, it isn't. You're not crying. I'm going to be. I'm just holding it back for now. Anyway, family circus, making children sad for 50 years. Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com.